What's up, everyone? It is the Beast, Brian London, here at Doe Campbell Stadium. It's the Miami Hurricanes lose to Florida State 27-20. The Canes drop to 6-4 this season. The Knolls up to 10-0, undefeated still. And uh, here are the thoughts. First of all, uh, my co-host, Brandon O'Doy, is on assignment tonight. But uh, we will have... More on this one this week on the Real Ones Canes podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, uh, whether it's Apple or Amazon or Google or Spotify. Just subscribe to the podcast. Comes out with an episode every Thursday and then our post-game reaction and some special episodes in between. And then uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. If you're watching this and you see my amazing face, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Really appreciate that. So Miami loses to Florida State 27-20. to A lot closer than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. Miami came out and obviously wanted to run the ball and uh, not do anything to hurt themselves, which they did. Um, and the big news, obviously, was Emery Williams getting the start at quarterback over Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, Mario said after the game it was a tough decision, but decided to go in that direction. And then the Emery story kind of gets furthered when he gets hurt on on the last drive, picking up the first down, just gut, gut, gutsy, trying to lay out, pick up the first down. Looks like a pretty severe arm injury. Uh, Mario called it a significant injury. Emery with a significant arm injury at a local hospital. We don't know the update yet. Uh, maybe by the time you're watching this, we'll, we will have gotten an update. Um, I'll be on top of it. I'll be in touch with uh, Miami media relations people to make sure we get the latest news on Emery's significant arm injury. And man, he was in a lot of tears uh, on that cart as he was being driven off the field. Although uh, Jacoby George said that even you know, in the pain that he was in, he was encouraging the team and, and telling them, hey, you guys got to, this is what you got to do on this drive. You got to go pick up first downs. You got to get the victory, X, Y, and Z. So even even as uh, he suffered the significant injury, he was trying to coach, coach these guys up. Um, Tyler came in, tough task to, uh, to ask them. Um, Tough task to ask. Sorry about this, guys. We have people just walking through. It's fine. Uh, tough task to ask Tyler Van Dyke to uh, to to come in and and, and play under those circumstances. Um, but um, but you know it is what it is. Um, the the last play. I know people are going to kill him for throwing an interception on the last play. There was no one open, um, which was an issue all night long. Let me gather my thoughts. Back to the live stream. Uh, sorry, Florida State students. Pretty mature. There we go. So, can't blame Tyler for the last pass. There was no one open. It was an issue all night. Let's get into this. Sorry this is so choppy. Million interruptions. Trying to get this done in the press box here at Doe Campbell. Um, Emery Williams is 8 of 23, 175 yards, two touchdowns. Remember, uh, 85 of those 175 came on one pass play. So, there's that, right? The the big play to Jacoby George um, accounted for basically half of the passing yards tonight, not good enough. Now we we're, we're going to play this chicken egg situation, right? Where it's do we talk about the offense being too conservative? Do we talk about the quarterback unable to make throws? Do we talk about both? How do we uh, digest this whole situation? And the bottom line is is both things weren't good enough, right? Um, obviously, you came in with the game plan to be conservative and to keep the game close. And you did that. And I get it. And 
a lot of you are probably unhappy about that game plan, but it worked, right? They lost by a touchdown in a game that they were uh, not even supposed to be close. So there's that. But on the other hand, when Miami had to get creative with the offense, had to go put points on the board, they didn't have any answers. Um, there was too many runs up the middle. And I know the running game was working really well early. Uh, you know, Cheney was, was, a, was, was really good tonight. 12 carries, 85 yards. Uh, Fletcher, 16 carries, 47 yards. It was tough running against a tough defense. They managed to get some yards on the ground. But there was times when they could not afford to be three yards in a cloud of dust. They had to get creative, and they didn't. They had nothing to get creative to. Um, once again, we saw Brashard Smith line up in the backfield once and get a carry. But other than that, there was not a lot of creativity in the offense. And, in, and it's I'm trying to work it out in my head. Because you've got a situation where you're starting a freshman quarterback in one of the tougher places you're going to play in the conference on the road. And it's a lot to ask of them. So, obviously, you want it dialed back. Even though Mario said they, you know, they were being aggressive. Go watch the press conference on my YouTube channel. You can see the Mario presser. He talks about that they were aggressive in the passing game. Um, I mean, I'm not buying it. It's, it's, that's not the case. I think he's just sticking up for his guys. The, the, the question is whether Shannon Dawson has creativity in the offense um, and it just he can't use it because of who's that quarterback and the mistakes that are being made either by Tyler or because of the situation with Emory being a guy that's only played, you know, started two games. Um, so I, I don't know what to tell you there. I, I would have thought that Shannon Dawson had more in his offense. It's just they could not. When they needed to get creative and pick up yards and go drive the football, um, they just they couldn't get there. Luckily, their defense bailed them out a bunch. The defense played unbelievably. Uh, I think Kiko had maybe his best game this season. Really took it um, to Jordan Travis. Really did. So the defense played great and bailed out the offense, but that's happened too much this year. Miami's got to figure out a way to get this offense where it can crank, man. I mean, you saw FSU, sure, Miami's defense stymied them, stymied them, stymied them, but then they're able with a, a, a quarterback that, you know, was 19 of 31 for 265 yards and a touchdown, didn't throw an interception, but he can make plays, and his receivers are really good, and Benson is really good as a running back. Um, they can find a way to... To, to get yards when they need it. Miami just can't right now. It's just not it's just not working out that way. I want to come back to the quarterback situation and the future of it in a moment, but you know, we gotta talk about this clock management. It's just horrible. Um we don't know when to use timeouts. Um we're running when we should be passing, we're passing when we should be up running. It's just a mess. Um I think, you know, thirty seconds came off the clock on that final drive before uh, Mario decided to use a timeout. It just, I don't, I don't understand. Um, and it's really, you just, I, like the coach, <laughs> the coach shouldn't be costing you games. And, and not to say that Mario cost him the game, but like, don't get in the way of your players having success with bad game management and clock management. Like that, that's not acceptable. So, you know, in the offseason here, Mar Mario's going to add someone to the staff that is just a savant in game management. 
some analysts, whether it's whether you whether you have a Alex Mirabal be that guy as your like you know as your your main assistant, or you bring on an like someone has got to be there in your headset to tell you take a time out now, do this now. We got to do this now because it's not working the way that it's currently set up. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know how else to say it. Um, they got to do better in the game management situation. Um, special teams. Andy missed a field goal. I mean, it happens. It in the end, it, it really didn't matter because it didn't come down to a field goal. It came down to Nina and a touchdown. Um, punter did great tonight. Lots of line drive, long kicks, bounces going Miami's way. Um, but the defense, again, Lance Gidry, really good. Dialed up great defenses tonight against, against some of the best offensive players in the country. I mean, and didn't start. You, you, you're missing your two starting quarterbacks. Well, Davis got in for like a couple series, but he didn't start and didn't play much. So you got two relatively new guys starting at corner and – um, you did a great job against some of the best receiving talent in the country. And it's it's just, it was really good to see. Um, the linebackers, I thought, played really great. Flag was really good. Kiko was really good. Um, the Saints was good. Yeah, the defense played really good. Leonard got nicked up twice, but, you know, he always plays a good game. May May not show up in the stat sheet, but always plays a really solid game, which is why it's probably going to be a first-round pick. Yeah, the defense, uh, really happy with how they played today. They, I mean, did they miss a few tackles? Sure, but it's college football. It happens. Like, go watch. Even the be- even the Georgias of the world or the Alabamas, like, every once in a while, someone will miss a tackle. It, it just, it happens. It happens, okay? So, you don't, like, I know we want to criticize everything, but it, it happens. But the defense just played amazing. To, to, <laughs> Keon Coleman is such a fantastic receiver, and he had four catches for 24 yards. You did something right on defense. I mean, yeah, you know, Johnny Wilson had a big night, and uh, Ja'Kai Douglas had a big night, and Benson obviously had a big night. But, uh, you know, you, you, you needed to come in to, and you needed to try to stymie Keon Coleman, and you did. So props to the defense. All right, before I go, I just need to, I, I want to talk about the, the big picture in the quarterback situation. I don't know what's going on with Jakari. There's all sorts of rumors and oh well, let's go here. Let's start here. So I'm I'm guessing Emery's not gonna be able to go for the rest of the year. I mean, looked like it was a bad injury, significant injury at the hospital. That doesn't look like, you know, we just you know, spray some Windex on it and come and roll out next week against Louisville. Um and I just If Emery was healthy, I would have told you that there's a good chance Tyler Van Dyke threw his last pass as a Miami Hurricane. But that's obviously not the case now. I don't know what the deal is with Chikari. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, Mario said that that Chikari was supposed to play tonight, regardless of situation. That didn't end up happening. Mario didn't really talk about why Chikari never got in if he was supposed to. Um, I don't know if Jakari didn't want to play. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I, I have no idea. 
but something's weird going on there. Like that guy, obviously we saw last year has some talent. I mean, you know, the word on the street is that, you know, he, he can't make some of the passes or, you know, read or all that stuff, you know, read the defense. I mean, not read. Um, but at this point, you know, you get, you got to try some things out. I, I don't, you know, I would throw him out there, and at least it gives you another dimension for a defense to have to prepare for. So I don't know why he hasn't gotten out there. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll see him against Louisville or Boston College. I don't know. But I think big picture-wise, uh, you know, I, I think Tyler's going to either make a move where he declares for the draft, which I don't necessarily know that that's the best move for him, or he's going to go to the portal. I don't think Tyler Van Dyke's coming back next year. That's just how I feel. I don't know anything. Although there was there was actually a bunch of FSU guys that are really, you know, inside that were talking about they heard that, you know, Tyler was going to declare. So who knows? I don't know anything. Um, and then you have Emery and, you know, he's coming back. And, uh, you know, to I, I feel like Jakari might be in the portal. So now you got to go get yourself quarterbacks. You got to recruit one, and you got to get a you got to get an experienced quarterback in the portal. And the way the sport goes, man, I think they'd be really remiss if they didn't get a dual threat quarterback in the portal, someone that can do it with his arms, but also give the defense a different look with his legs. I think it's something this program needs badly. Um, you know, those guys don't grow on trees. They're not always available in the portal, but you got to go find one. You have to. It's just this, this team needs a quarterback. And I know a lot of you are going to be like, oh, Shannon Dawson. Like, you can't switch offensive coordinators again. You just can't keep switching off. Like, it, at some point, you need consistency in a program. Um, you need, cons- like, you need consistency. You can't just keep switching coaches and coordinators and expect it to work. That's not how good programs do it. Sure. You know, you, you every once in a while you switch coordinator or someone gets another job, it happens, but you need consistency in a program for it to work, for it to get better. And there's no doubt this program is better. The line of scrimmage tells you everything you need to know about the improvement that this program has had from last year to this year. Both sides of the football, defensive line, offensive line, the the just the difference in those guys up front tells you everything you need to know about the advances this program has made. So I I think there is some hope there. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. I, I, I you know, they're obviously not going to be favored against Louisville or Boston College, um, I don't think. And then there'll be a bowl game. And by the way, if we have to go to El Paso again, I will El Paso on El Paso. Forget that. Oh, um, speaking of which, the ACC officiating situation can all go to hell. Um, Mario was pissed about that not a safety situation. Um, I asked him about it. You can go watch the video on that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I Seriously, this this conference um, needs to figure out what's going on with their officiating. And also, if there's some sort of hidden agenda against Miami, someone needs to go get rid of it right now. Um, if I'm Dan Radakovich, I'm on the horn to somebody um, immediately, if not sooner, just blasting someone about the way this conference has treated this program and it's officiating. It's been abysmal, absolutely abysmal, just stupid. Like I, I can't, I can't anymore with it. It's, it's ridiculous. 
Um, so there's that. All right, that'll do it for me. I got to wrap things up. They're uh, closing up shop here at Go Campbell. Sorry for the choppy uh, YouTube video. Um, I, I apologize, but, you know, it happens. We're in a live press box. It happens. All right, guys, we will talk to you on Thursday. Uh, Brandon and I should have a good guest this week, and we'll uh, dive in to this program and preview a Miami Louisville last home game coming your way next week. Uh, a nooner? Yes, a nooner at, uh, at Hard Rock. So we will see you there, peeps. All right, go Kings.